some of this, Michael. Be one of us. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. No way in the hallway. to the spook house everybody i am your host phil and joining me as always is doug uh don't fuck with me because i'm in the mafia galliardo how you doing buddy <laughs> uh you know i'm doing pretty swell uh that's not even that true but yeah, it is my grand my grandpa's dead brothers were in there so after close enough you've got ties <laughs> so if anybody talks there's family ties if anybody there. talks bad about marvel malignant you're getting the hit pit put out on you and that's that and you're the exception you're the exception somehow yeah my family will not tie your exhaust pipe together <laughs> to make your car explode like casino um that well our guest might have something to say about that because we have casey and yaz from the worst horror podcast joining us hey, how are y'all hey, doing hey, today hey. hello good. we're doing well yeah, thanks for doing good. Doing good. Thanks for joining us today. Um, thanks for rolling out of bed to do this. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Yeah, me and Yaz are both and fighting uh, <laughs> colds and all that. Like it's all just going around, but we're powering through because that's what you do. Yeah, totally. <clears throat> Especially if we're going to talk about whatever. Yeah, well, we were just talking about uh, Marvel and malignant yeah i think doug is outnumbered here it's like three to one <laughs> for Listen, the marvel i like malignant so i'm team doug on this one where you, we i get, think we we're get, split we here yeah i think i i don't care for it i don't hate it but it's definitely not one of my favorite movies i'm sorry i i, I totally get why people i don't i understand see your opinion totally makes sense to me Phil's outlandish opinion Out. does not hit with me at all. How much time do you have? Do you want me to break down in detail why I hate that piece of shit? I you will. You can meticulously pick your brain about this. Well, I've only seen it once, and uh, I guess I should rewatch it. Force myself. Yeah, this to. this asshole said he was supposed. He was like, "All right, I watched Lost Boys for my birthday because I've never seen it out of the thirty three years that I've been on this earth," and he said he would watch Malignant for mine. And he never did. I tried to. I don't have HBO Max. So hook me up with a login and I'll watch it. If I didn't use my boss's login, I totally would. <laughs> well, I'll have a, a thesis prepared for you on like, okay, here's why I don't like this piece of shit. Chapter one. <laughs> you need okay, to write a whole essay. Backtrack. Doug, you have never seen The Lost Boys? Right. Not, uh, up until three weeks ago, no. What? I know. It's just, How? I love it. I love it now. I, I, I don't know. I, I just always missed it. I never got around to watching it. You know, like you have those movies in the chamber that you just like, it's classic, 
but you just miss it somehow and you're never like in the mood to like watch it or i don't know it's it's a weird feeling you know yeah what? i get that yes can't even talk about that by the way i cannot <laughs> oh, tell you oh yeah. where are we going with this, this talk about mothers. Talking episode. so <laughs> i don't know how many times we brought up train to busan and i'm like totally understanding with the subtitles and everything <laughs> i told her about this movie two years ago and she goes one of these days, one of these days, like it isn't the best zombie movie of all time. So she's giving you shit for not watching. We can cuss, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. She's giving you shit for not watching Lost Boys. She hasn't watched Train to Busan, so she gets no opinion on this. All right. That's fine. Whatever. In and case of defense, yeah, I've taken probably what, like since we started the podcast, you told me to watch it and I still haven't done it. I kind of take pride in it now. I'm like, I'm never going to watch that movie. <laughs> God. She's about to come over to your house and just like waterboard you. For real. I mean, maybe not waterboarding. But <laughs> I've only seen it I'm once. Kinda... I mean, it's it's really good. Um, it didn't deserve to be on like, what was it, Doug? Number 11 on Shudder's top. Oh, 101 scariest moments. I mean, yeah. a pretty t the zombies in that movie are absolutely terrifying. I've only seen, Casey, I'm sorry. I've only seen half of it because I watched it actually on an Amtrak and the Wi-Fi kept okay. cutting out. So like we couldn't finish it. Me and my friend were going to play a show. Uh, the same show I was just telling you about, Phil. Uh, we played a show in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and we had my laptop and it was like a three hour ride. So we were just going to watch my my friend Joe was like, we need to watch Train to Busan because it's incredible. And the it just kept, it was just so glitchy that we were like, it's not worth it. And I never went back to it. Love the idea of watching it on a train, though. Yeah. It's the perfect setting for it. Yeah. But people love that movie. People, like, really respond to Train to Busan. Yeah, it's good. It's not, like, number 11 uh, greatest <laughs> moments of all time good, but it's good. Wait, was that like a series on Shudder? I'm like so lost right so now. So they came out with like this list. Um, I think it's it's like an actual little show. It's 101 scariest horror movie moments of all time. Me and Doug kind of broke down the list on a recent episode, but some of the picks up there are like, wow. Like Final Destination 2 was in the top 15. Are you kidding me? Yeah. There like, were just some movies on there. That doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. Yeah. It's not yeah. really scary, but I mean, well, yeah, I guess, I don't know. I would beg to differ, but <laughs> go off, Shudder, do your thing. <laughs> they're trying, they, you could see what they were trying to do. They were trying to be like inclusive of a whole lot of different type of movies. And a lot of them honestly weren't, maybe it's because we're so de desensitized. A lot of them weren't really the scariest moments. Like they were like good moments in the movie, but like scariest like, what is the definition of scary is basically what we were trying to decipher. What were, like, the top five? Now I'm curious. Uh, number one the was... Thing. The, th was the, the Thing. The Thing was five. number two. Number one was, like... Number one was Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which I'm fine with that pick. Um, the rest... I don't know. Halloween was, like, top 15. A Nightmare on Elm Street was all the way at, like, number 60 or something. I don't know. It made no sense. Yeah. But... Hmm. Interesting. I would wonder where they get those numbers and is it like avid horror watchers? Because unfortunately, I think like to Doug's point, you do become a little desensitized to some things and you're like, it's not really that scary. But if you never like we have a friend who refuses to watch horror movies. So like at all, like at all, try. like she will. She refuses like um, it was difficult to get her to watch Hocus Pocus. Really? Yeah. 
So I'm sure if you gave any of those movies to her, she'd be like, they're all number one. I'm never going to do this again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, compare if she's afraid to watch Hocus Pocus, which is basically like live action Scooby-Doo with witches. Uh, <laughs> she's never going to last watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No. <laughs> did you guys see the sequel to Hocus Pocus? I never did. I don't have Disney. Yeah. Is it any good? Did you enjoy it? It's cute. Yeah. It's, I mean, it wouldn't be something I'm like, oh yeah, watch it like all the time. But you know, if you're going to watch the first one, might as well throw on the second one. Hmm. I, I don't like I, Hocus uh, Pocus. <laughs> I've honestly, I've only seen it once really, really young. I couldn't tell you anything about it. So I basically never saw it. Yeah. I, it gets a lot of, it gets a lot of hype, but like from what I've seen, the atmosphere looks really great. Like hard to recapture the the nineties atmosphere. Yeah, I think a lot of it's of just spookiness. nostalgic from the Disney Channel because it would always be playing up there. I mean, it's a fun movie. It's not you know groundbreaking or anything, but they're killing it on the merchandise. I've always been much more of a I'm a Halloween Town gal. Oh, I like Halloween Town. That's right. a good one too. Hall- Halloween Town's a classic. I don't know why, like Hocus Pocus, I never like, I don't know if it's because I watched it a lot later in life that I didn't develop that like, I don't know, that attachment to it that everybody else has. I just don't get it. I don't. I think it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> speak, speak I tried. Speak yeah, I really tried, dude. And I was like, mm, I'm not into this at all. But That's I mean, whatever. I watched it later in life and I actually loved it. I tried to watch it as a kid and I thought it was terrible. Watch it as an adult and... I think it is a little bit of the nostalgia factor where you do. It's so, so 90s. So I think like as an adult, I'm like, oh, my God, take me back. It's so fun. Yeah. That's so weird how it goes. Like it can go one or two ways. Like you're really young and you just grow an attachment to it. Like Yaz said, or like you said, you like don't under, like some things you're just too young to get into. Like your brain can't fully grasp what's happening. And then when you watch it later, you're like, oh, now I understand. Yes. Yeah. Like, Phil, Phil is not a fan of the Goonies, right? You know, you're not a fan of the Goonies. Uh, I like the Goonies. I just never watched it as a kid. So watching it as an adult, I'm like, I see how. I wish I had seen it as a kid because I'm sure that nostalgic factor would be there. Um, yeah, I and I saw it when I was like, I don't know, eight or nine or something. See, that's and perfect. I that movie's like one of my favorites. So Phil, I've never seen the Goonies. Is it something as an Ooh. adult I should just like? not watch uh no it's a good movie it's a fun watch but sh- whenever you see it you'll be like oh man i wish i had seen this when i was a kid i feel the same Got way it. about okay. monster squad like i didn't see that until oh, i was monster an adult squad. and i'm like damn it if i'd seen this when i was like six <laughs> to eight years old this would have been like my favorite movie but phil you seem to have a problem with watching like any like like childlike adventures no i don't I like Monster Squad. I like the Goonies. But, but we talked. All right. So has anyone seen Wednesday yet at all? Not yet. So my life. I started it yesterday. I'm like an episode and a half in and it's so good so far. Okay. It honestly gets better. I'm on episode five and I'm the first, the first like half hour of the first episode was, I don't know. It was a little rocky, like trying to get into that, you know, like mean girls type of mode. That the, yeah. the show gives off that type of energy, but once you like get through that, it has it, it's really fun. It's it's really fun. Phil was like, and what Phil was texting me the other day, he was like, they mentioned Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter 
in like 15 minutes. Yeah. What the fuck? I was like, oh, you don't need to say that. Oh. Well, especially the world that... we live in. It's just. <laughs> well, and when you mention those, per- you know, particular social medias, obviously, other than just having the technology, you completely set it in a particular timeline. It's no longer yeah. like if you watch it 30 years from now, there may not be those things. And so it's like, okay, so this is not, I mean, this is for us, not for our kids. It, yeah. yeah, that is a good point. Because, like, you can't just keep making stuff. It, like, you can make, like, a period piece and set it in the 80s or the 90s. Or, like, there's some... This is a random example, but, like, A Quiet Place does that really well where, like, you don't know... It, it's pretty timeless because they don't have... Like, they don't really talk about what era they're in, really. They don't have phones. It's, the, the like, a, an apocalypse, kind of. But, like, you, it, you could, it could be set in, like, any year and it wouldn't matter. I think it follows does this a similar thing where the only piece of technology they show is like an e-reader, but it's like shaped like a shell. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because without that one little part, you could say this movie takes place in the seventies or eighties. I'd be like, Oh, okay. Because it's, that's the only thing in that movie that kind of, I don't know. That's like the only little piece of technology, but yeah, I love that movie. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a it's a top top <laughs> classic for me. It we follows. have our opinions on it, huh, Casey? <laughs> oh, you do. You don't. Where, where, yeah. Where where do you stand on it? Follows. I don't care for it. Me either. I don't know why. The score is amazing. Mm-hmm. I'll give it that. And the imagery too. There's just something about it. I don't. It just. And I I tried to watch it again recently because just like the Babadook, I don't like the Babadook either. But I tried oh, to give these the like rewatches because I'm like, was it just because it was a, such a hype movie? And I'm just, you know, you know, when you're a certain age, you're going against the grain because it's cool. I'm like, am I just being like a little asshole or is it just something I legitimately don't like? And unfortunately for both those movies with the rewatch, I was not a fan. That's fair. It's then- it's very different. It's a very both of those movies are very different types of movies. I'm with you on It Follows. I watched it once and I was like, I don't get it. STDs are involved somehow. Uh, I thought the whole, like, the scares were corny, but it was filmed beautifully, and I love the Babadook. Uh, it's just, that movie's, like, it kind of, not really like Hereditary, but it's just very, like, like, dreadfully paced. That, like, put me into, like, every scene. I was like, oh, this is, I don't know what's going to happen. This is terrifying. Well, Hereditary's way better, though. <laughs> totally agree. <laughs> that is, that goes without saying. Yeah, I'll stand by It Follows. Uh, I <laughs> I love the, I don't know, there's something about the vibe of that movie where it doesn't rush at all. It just slowly unfolds and it just puts you in a whole vibe. And Like Malignant. Uh, no, definitely not like Malignant. That movie is just horrible editing, constant barrage <laughs> of bad acting and shitty I... dialogue. Oh my god, I loved Malignant. I thought that the I mean, the way it starts obviously is a little brutal. Um, but like the kills, I feel like there's and this is coming from someone who doesn't like gore at all. I feel like the kills are like so intense and that I felt like a little on edge. I don't know, the thought of not being in control of like your body is terrifying. If you put yourself in her shoes and like think about it that way, it's pretty it's pretty like awful and like it was kind of like again like basket case turned up to 11 
Like you have this parasitic twin, but that he it's attached to you, which is even worse because it can just flip on, flip a switch, and you have zero control. I have also a big thing like look because it, it, it's they do this in Hereditary where you look up at the ceiling and there's something there. Hated that. Like that is like an image in my brain that has stuck with me since I watched Malignant that I'm like, I'm not going to look at the ceiling when it's dark. I don't want to even <laughs> think about something being there. Yeah, it's it's that movie is just dumb fun. It's just uh, the one of the, the cop. What the cop's name is like Officer Kakoa. Like uh, like the chocolate detective Coco, <laughs> Coco or because yeah. Coco or Cocoa, yeah. And boy, did he turn in an Oscar winning performance! Just the <laughs> flattest fucking acting I've ever seen in my life. Go to Home Depot, get a two by four. He could be the, he could be the stand in. Staple a wig to that guy. <laughs> slap some googly eyes on. Be like, all right, uh, Detective Coco, your stand in's ready. <laughs> <laughs> he'd probably emote a little more the googly eyes if you just if you just tap it a little just bit shake it really a little crazy. bit <laughs> i'm sorry are we talking about melissa Barrera or malignant sorry <laughs> we, we, we can get into some scream are you guys excited about scream 6 or scream 2.6 or scream or whatever they're gonna call it whatever the fuck i know what are they gonna call it like where do you go from here i don't understand scream because there's already scream 2 yeah scream wait what is it is it would it be six no yeah yeah, scream, right? yeah scream six. it was like scream five was the last one that came out but technically it's scream again which is so weird well the studio I... hasn't put out like an official poster tagline and all that i saw something going around today it said new york new rules and i'm like boy i hope that's not the the thing they're going with so wait, is that like confirmed that it's going to take place in New York? Oh yeah, it definitely is. It's in New York. Oh wow. Yeah. I mean, they always end up in New York, so go figure, right? The serial killer ends up in New York in the hood in space. Yeah. Uh, if, I mean, if that's like space went to the hood, that would be that would probably be a better movie. <laughs> but you've got no Nev Campbell, no Dewey, uh, so. We've got Gail Weathers, and I hope Jenna Ortega is like the spotlight is on her because I've said this many times, but Melissa Barrera is not a leading lady. Um, no, I agree. I I feel the same way. I really hope that. Um, oh my gosh, what's her name? Jenna Ortega. I don't know why that name doesn't stick for me. I really hope that she has like the dominating role in that movie because yeah, I don't think that. The girl who, what's her name? Melissa Barrera. Yeah. She, yeah, I agree. <laughs> she fell super flat to me. Yeah. Like nothing memorable about memorable about her character. And yeah, I think, I don't know. I have like really low expectations for this. I had low expectations for the last movie. So I just don't, I don't see how this is going to be any good. I know they're bringing back um, Kirby. Is that her name? That character? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I could give a shit less. I don't care for Scream 4. So whatever we'll see what I, happens. I, didn't, I didn't realize how much of like a fan base that this character had i didn't either, I didn't either. Was obsessed with her and i'm like really okay like she was good in the movie and scream 4 i didn't absolutely hate it was okay it's uh i like it honestly better than uh, i have to rethink the ranking but um yeah she was okay but everyone seems to love her character even though she was in it for maybe like eight minutes 
Yeah. Do you remember when they announced it like on social media? And I feel like everybody posted about it like, oh, my God, they're bringing her back. And I was like, who fucking cares? <laughs> is there is there toxic positivity in the horror world? Oh, absolutely. Because <laughs> you don't have to be excited about everything. I mean, like we all just talk shit about everything, but we also confess our love for some things. There's got to be a balance. You don't have to be excited about a random side character. I mean, cool if you are. But like, okay, that's okay, cool. Yeah, I didn't understand the hype with that, but I was like, all right, cool. I mean, I don't know. I'm hoping that it's good, but I just don't see it yeah, being great. I'm right and the like, fact you. that they're not, yeah, and they're not bringing Nev Campbell back is like, what the fuck? Like, what are you going to do with that? Like, she is Scream, you know what I mean? And exactly. you kept her character alive, and now you're not going to use her. They kept her character alive and barely put her in the movie. Yeah. She was right. just there to like, she was like the catalyst for everything that happened to usher in these new people. It would almost be better if they killed her and been like, okay, make way for like the new cast. Like this is going to be the scream moving forward with Ghostface, But like without Nev, because the whole series is like focused on her and her family and her mom and the infidelity, which was one of the, I love scream three is my second favorite scream. There's a controversial just, opinion. Dude, I love Fuck Scream yeah, 3. Yeah, I love Scream so 3 too. Same. It's so ridiculous. And like the way like it was so interesting when they talked about like her mom being like having a different name and becoming an actress. You're like, oh, this is new. Um Rita Reynolds, was that her name? What was her name? In that sounds right. Yeah, I think dude, so. Yeah. Like that the scene with her, like like those like uh visions of her, like the dead version of her, like coming to the window, like that's just terrifying. It was terrifying. Yep. Sydney. I <laughs> it kind of reminded scary me movie too. it also reminded me of uh the scene in nightmare nightmare on elm street where uh nancy's walking through the hall and i always forget that character's name but she's in the body bag basically oh yeah it kind of yeah. reminded me of that honestly yeah. i did not like really i did not really like scream 4 and i was not a huge fan of scream 5 and i'm a i love scream i love the the franchise but i feel like we're getting into like cash grab territory with some of oh, these yeah. like yeah. they're like reimagining it's like okay then reimagine don't just recycle the same bullshit over and over again because you did it amazing the first time stop trying to make that happen create fresh things i mean i know they don't because it doesn't sell reimagined ideas sell a lot better than brand new ones but it's like you're just like shooting what's beautiful about like that franchise like any franchise and like halloween i don't like any of the new ones from 2018 on so i'll give you a, i'll give you a golf clap for that <laughs> thank you thank you everybody <laughs> except phil <laughs> i mean i like 2018 but Halloween kills. I do too. Halloween kills. A little shaky, but hey, maybe they'll oh, maybe they'll stick the landing. And boy, did they drive off a fucking cliff! <laughs> <laughs> they rode that that motorcycle right off a cliff. Oh my god! Phil texted me in the theater saying, "This is fucking awful," and I'm like, "Are you texting in the movie right now? Because it's, ne it's never a movie can never right. be that bad." In my defense, we're like, you take out your phone mid movie. I did want to clarify this. There was nobody in my row or the row in front or behind me. I wasn't that guy, but I pulled my phone out long enough to send a text that said, this is shockingly bad. Shockingly bad. I was, that was, I was literally in shock. I was like, this can't be 
what is this happening right now i almost wish you would have stepped out of the theater and took like a deep breath and just was like oh god <laughs> 45 more minutes of this i wanted to i wanted to just run i was embarrassed <laughs> i was like i have a podcast that's kind of based around this series like this is embarrassing why <laughs> <laughs> it started off strong Yes. Like that opening scene was cool. I was like, oh, interesting. They're starting with the babysitter thing. Like that was cool. And then yeah. it took this wild fucking turn. I won't say anything because Casey hasn't seen it yet. Oh, oh wow. okay. Um, I, you want my Peacock login? <laughs> so I my I have like ways to watch it. It's just after the uh, Halloween kills and Halloween 2018, I can't bring myself to watch Halloween ends. I mean. I couldn't make. I couldn't get through the second one. You, you have to. Yeah, did you even finish it? Really no. You have to do it to oh. see how bad it is. I mean, it's like, it's, you got to watch it. I mean, she didn't even finish Halloween Kills, she just said. It, it, well, honestly, if it's, it's like worth enough. it, I'll get through it. I will, because like I even told Yaz, it's something I want to, I, I at least want to give it more of a chance. I just, and Yaz knows this because I will just like scream into the wind about this, but when they released Halloween 2018 and then they're like, oh, by the way, in two years, we're going to have two more films. What is the fucking point of having Halloween kills? Isn't it supposed to be like when you film a movie and you know you're going to have sequels, isn't it supposed to be a surprise? Like, why There's would no you, surprises. You're just throwing everything at the wall and being like, okay, idiots, you like Halloween, right? Pay for this. It's like, are you, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like you That's, have no respect for the fans? I mean, it's Zero. it's clear after Halloween ends that they had enough ideas for one solid movie and then you got Halloween Kills with which was just, you know, action the whole time and it's like, okay, well if some of this pays Core off action. in Halloween ends then uh I can see why they made this, but nothing from the previous two movies pays off or matters at all in Halloween ends. And it's I almost think they were trolling. I think, I think the problem. Well, that that's the thing. I think Marvel. Oh boy. Made it bad for everybody. And I and I and I and I and I hate the fact that like, especially we like this is like a want it now like culture. Like everyone's like, when's the next thing? I need to see it. I, this is why things get like leaked and stuff like that. And Marvel's like, here's our slate until twenty thirty five, and studios are competing with that. But like other studios are not fucking Marvel. Like, who cares if you don't know if another Halloween movie is out? Let the fans speculate after the first movie. No speculation. There's no imagination. And fuck David Gordon Green. I'll just say that because he had zero idea. Like, the ideas that he had just didn't, I don't know, it didn't pan out on the screen for me. He's like the Elon Musk of the Halloween series. <laughs> He's just turned into this fucking villain. <laughs> he kind of looks like him, too. <laughs> He he kind of looks like a like someone who has like who probably gets his computer taken away. Wink wink. Hey Doug, can I ask you a a Marvel no, okay. related question? <laughs> can I ask you a Marvel? Sure. Okay. Did you listen to Quentin Tarantino on Two Bears One Cat? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. What did you think about his uh, take on the Marvelization of Hollywood? Like, I don't disagree about that part. I mean, I disagree about the when he said that like. The character is the star and not the actor. I disagree with that because, like, granted, these movies are made for, like... I mean, these movies are made for adults now. Like, obviously, it's the merchandising and stuff is more geared towards kids and stuff like that. But, like, 
Jonathan Majors was announced as like the new big bad of this new Marvel phase. And I'm like, fucking Jonathan Majors, like, let's go. He's like one of the easily the best actors working today. So like, I'm pumped when good actors get cast as the characters. I'm not going out to see it just because the characters. But don't you think all these Marvel movies, so all the studios, they just, they want to get a return on their investment. So they're like, well, Marvel is a guarantee. doesn't matter if it's generic CGI horseshit. If it's Captain Wizard Man versus the Dragon Slayer, <laughs> people will come see it because it sounds like anime more than I don't know. I was like, that'd be fucking sick. Yeah, make that movie, <laughs> right? But like, someone greenlight. But don't you think that's kind David of, Gordon Green? But that's like kind of hurting the movie industry in a way because it's taking away from these original ideas where studios would usually back. So now we're just left with these Marvel blockbusters and. These original ideas just kind of get left behind. You know, I think that's been like that for a lot of years, though, because not even with like Marvel, but like all the big blockbuster movies, like even like Transformers and stuff like that. There's plenty. It's just the fact that studios don't want to take risks. Yeah. But if they do take a risk, like they even took a risk with Black Panther um, because they in the 90s, they wanted to make it. But this, no studio executive wanted the movie with a superhero movie with an all black cast, which is like an insane thought to have in your brain. Like, Oh, it's not all white people. This won't sell. Like what? What's something? Go get a lobotomy. And then they made the movie and it's one of the highest grossing movies ever. It's like, I don't know. It's so hard because it's a, it's great for the movie industry because like it keeps theaters open and it makes so much money. And then, like, the original idea, like, no one wants to do the original ideas, but you have A24 putting out, like, original content, indie content, like, all the time from up-and-coming filmmakers. I feel like there's been, like, some originality kind of coming through lately, though. Like, you have, like, Barbarian, which was... Yeah. I mean, like, I think you and I both agree on this, that it was kind of like a Castle Freak vibe. Totally. Um, which is cool, but it was an original concept. Yeah. I mean, to my knowledge, um, what else was there? Barbarian. This was a really was good year. Fresh. Fresh. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was good. That's like one of our favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Did it come out this year? It did. Was it tw- okay. Or, yeah, I, I really like that one. I think so, actually. Did you guys been... see that? Fresh? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I didn't watch it. I like that, no? um, that lead actor. Did you guys, this isn't horror, but did you see Pam and Tommy on Hulu? so i was surprised by how much i liked it it was like a perfect (laughs) screenshot of the mid 90s like all the technology involved and stuff but i was i was like wow i'm really enjoying this i never thought i would but yeah that guy's a good actor yes uh it was sebastian stan yeah sebastian stan Mm -hmm. bucky and captain america if you guys don't know oh Okay. I did know that actually. <laughs> so the whole Marvel thing, just to go back to that real quick. Sure. I first of all, it would be so stupid for me to say that these movies aren't good. Look at the casting. There's a lot of care like that go into it and you kind of have to because I mean, look at the horror community. Nerds. <laughs> look at Marvel. <laughs> Nerds. Like yes. <laughs> will not let this shit go. There if you do one thing wrong, there's every freaking message board that's going to be like, well, actually, they should have done like this because this is the real backstory. <laughs> but, you know, it it was it didn't feel like a cash grab. Like when you look at, oh, I'm sorry, I can't remember the name, but was it Infinity Wars at the very end, the very last one? Infinity War and Endgame, yeah. Endgame. Beautiful movie. 
cried. And I don't even watch the Marvel movies. I it, They suck you in. And it doesn't feel like you have to have all this knowledge of like the first whatever. Like you don't have to watch Iron Man to enjoy the Avengers, which I think is a, a good thing. Yeah, they make it inclusive. I mean, it helps that you ha- if you have the knowledge of like everything. But like, like you said, they put like care and emotion into the script. Yes, there's fucking flying wizards <laughs> and magic. And like weird creatures and everything, but like you, there's heart in there. There's there's emotions. Okay, so we talk about weird stuff. We're going back to uh, Pam and Tommy again. I'm so horrible name. I'm sorry. His penis talks. Yeah, that was the so one. So we part. can't really. Yeah. I mean, we can't be like, oh, wizards. It's like this guy has a talking dick. Yeah, I, I thought that part was uh, pretty ridiculous. I was like, it didn't need this scene at all. That's Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen had to put a talking dick in there. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of dicks, speaking of dicks, I just watched the new Jackass movie for the first time like two hours ago, and it's really? it's nothing but dick stuff. So they're just like hurt. They, yeah, it's like dick mutilation, pretty much. It's like. Do you guys know. like Jackass at all? I think me and Yaz have talked about CKY before. Possibly? Yeah, me and Doug have been talking um, about old school CKY videos, like the early days, and I don't know why we're on a... We're just, like, stuck in that realm. <laughs> stuck in Castle Bam, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that was me. I mean, I'm familiar with it. I don't think I, like, watched it a whole lot. I do try to follow, like, the Jackass movies. I watched, I think, like, maybe an hour of the newer one i'm pretty sure it was the newest one yeah and they're fucking crazy still i was like holy shit dude (laughs) like i don't know how they're still doing all of this and a lot of it was really fucking gross which i like that stuff it's entertaining it's funny to me but i was like what the fuck yeah like they're still going for it i give them props i only watched it because my husband like loves the jackass movies and growing up obviously like on mtv but yeah. I it's the same thing with Gorb. My stomach is far too weak. I also watched the uh, Steve-O, I think it was the stand-up in the end where he has that blister. Oh, try yeah, not to yeah. make myself throw up. <laughs> and then he pops it and drinks oh, stupid. I'm sorry if you're yeah. listening. What? I'm like yes. trying I'm like trying not to gag while talking. I didn't <laughs> see that. Holy shit. So Steve-O, he's on this like he's been on this tour for like a couple years. It's called the Bucket List Tour. And he came to the venue that I work at like twice and he does like stand up and then he shows stuff that he can't put online. So like the shit that he showed, I went up and watched the show was like severely intense. Like there's a reason why he can't just throw it up on YouTube. He would get flagged, arrested maybe. And he's showing it to like a crowd full of people. There was some shit where like, this is like a tamer one, but like basically he, this is the only time he got because he's sober. Uh, he got he had a doctor like pump him up with like drugs that leave him paralyzed, and he he rode a bike while on those drugs <laughs> and see to see how long he would see how long he would ride the bike for, and then he just like passes out. It's it's wild. Shout out to Steve-O. We can do a whole episode on like <laughs> jackass CKY stuff, Doug. But we'll we'll get back Calm to down. the horror talk. <laughs> Casey, yeah, you have a vomit bag? I God, I'm gonna I know I'm already pale and thinking about that. I'm trying like uh. not to think about all the stuff. So sensitive to like nasty 
gory things where I'm like the complete opposite. I'm like, ooh, gross me out. And Casey got mad at me when I made her watch Terrifier. She was not happy about uh, that. Did you make her watch I, Terrifier too? I, I want to watch it. And, but here's the thing. So Yaz knows how I am. She knows how I feel. Knows I'm like a pussy when it comes to gross things. And doesn't give a fuck. No. Nope. And I go, hey, <laughs> is, this gonna, is this really bad? Nope. Or I think it was Satanic Panic I watched. And that movie gets a little gory. And she's like, no, 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 it's super funny. I think you'll love it. So I'm going and thinking it's like a horror comedy, which it kind of is. And then people are being like, like having their eyes pulled out and their guts pulled out. And I'm like, that's freaking. In my defense, it is a horror comedy. I asked you specifically, (laughs) is it gory for me? As someone who probably knows me almost the best at this entire world. (laughs) No, it's all good. You're fine. Just this to me constantly. It's my fun bad. to watch my your bad. friend squirm like that. I'm sure Yaz is getting like double the entertainment. She's not with me. I watch it by myself and she still enjoys it. <laughs> oh, that's even worse. <laughs> I think maybe I kind of gauged it because I'm getting better now. I think maybe I gauged it based off of like stuff you used to watch because you weren't always gore sensitive. Yeah. But like now I feel like you're a lot more sensitive to that stuff. Um, yeah, because you like Martyrs and the audition and like those movies are fucking gory and graphic okay let's step back i don't i watch these movies but i say i super enjoyed martyrs no i had to take a break from horror for like two weeks because i was like whoa uh audition that one's not so bad but there are a couple scenes that i'm like ooh, they, they stick with you yeah that movie actually makes me squirm and i'm like not sensitive at all to anything the audition's fucking gnarly that movie was well, in uh the top 10 on that shutter list and me and doug realized that neither one of us have seen it oh shit you haven't yeah, yeah never oh. seen it it's always been on the list because a lot of people like rave about it and it's mm-hmm. apparently really 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 good it's just again like the lost boys it's just like i see it i scroll by it and i'm like am i in the mood to watch this and i go right past it and you have to be yeah. in the mood to watch it. yeah Honestly, you do it's it both um, the audition and martyrs are are movies I would not tell people like oh you can just sit down and watch it I you have to be in the mood to watch movies that are going to traumatize you. Mm. I'm with that. Like again, it's like rewatching like Hereditary or Midsummer. Like you really have to be in the minds in the mindset of like that that dark type of energy because like Hereditary is not an easy watch. Like. It's pretty it's pretty dramatic and heartbreaking and to rewatch those movies all the time. It's like you only watch those movies <clears throat> so many times before you just like explode mentally. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You said you you weren't so you you did watch movies with like gore before? Oh, 100%. I it was so like, what, a, like tipped you over the edge. I I honestly couldn't tell you. For a long time, it was almost like I searched it out. Where I was like, I want to take on more and more and more and more. And then I think, honestly, I think Martyrs may have been like what tipped me over. And I think like, so I think gore to show like depravity is, I totally get that. But I think you sometimes get into the space where sometimes movies are a little mean. And I think that's what kind of pulls me back. Like, you know. I don't, I don't want to just watch a movie that's going to be super, super mean the whole time. I need something that it's like for, you know, yeah. it's trying to accomplish something, not just be gross. Which I feel is like why we've I- talked about this, 
but I don't remember because Rob Zombie's movies are just straight up mean spirited. You don't like his movies, huh? You're not like a fan. I do actually. Oh, you and do? I, oh. But, I mean, well, I guess you have a point there. Okay, so the whole thing I just said. <laughs> she's calling that. you a hypocrite. I know. <laughs> she's like, well, actually, bitch, let me, let's bring it back. Um, but I feel Run like it back. If, if we do like though, like the Rob Zombie Halloween, like the, the original one yeah. that he did. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily feel like it's mean spirited because he has like all of these things that led him down that path, you know, mm-hmm. but I think if we're looking at, well, now, now you really have me thinking, cause I'm thinking of like yeah. house of a thousand corpses and things like that. And I guess I tie that way more to like Texas chainsaw massacre where there's like a reason yeah. behind it. Like they're mm-hmm. an ostracized group of like freaky family, you know, mm-hmm. instead of just being shitty for the sake of being shitty. Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I think it all depends too on how like on how far you take certain situations. Like if there's like like uh, there's a lot of movies where like a woman is like the target or whatever. But if you're like smacking her around for like eight minutes straight, it's like okay. Like there's a scene in Terrifier two that I was like, this is still going. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> and I was almost like. How did they get this made? Because although I love Terrifier 2, there was some spots in it where I was like, God damn, all right, this is still going. <laughs> You're but, talking um, about that scene, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, this is real. Like, it was like, it went on for like a cut, like two minutes. I was like, wow, this is really brutal. And then it keeps going. And you're yeah. like, how much more can this person take? <laughs> it was, it was brutal. And even like, um, I mean, and that's, that's like, horror to the extreme and you know solidifying art the clown is like this real menacing character where like he just doesn't stop and i they obviously get that across sometimes it does go into like you know that territory where like all right does this director hate women or something but i don't i think it just depends on the case and the situation and like how how disgusted they want to make people yeah (laughs) I feel like they just had the extra time and maybe more of a budget and they were like, fuck it. Let's just keep going. They, yeah, they were going for it. They made, oh my God, they made a disgusting amount of money compared to the first one. They made like, I know this one got a lot of hype though. So I think that like people like the tweets and like just the publicity for it now, like people passing out and throwing up in the theater. Like, I mean, like you can't ask for better publicity. That's great. Somebody in my theater, the guy that was sitting next to me, like got up and left and then he came back and I heard him tell his friend I had to go throw up that was disgusting oh wow and that's incredible like, all right for sure yep don't know Casey if watching this. <laughs> I yeah that's why I did not watch it in theaters I was supposed to watch it with Yaz because I was like well I know the first one is I'm sure they're gonna try to top themselves but then I was like I don't know if I I don't want to be that person that's like puking in the theater or passing out you know <laughs> you wouldn't be the only one apparently yeah <laughs> I don't know if I've ever, Phil, have you ever, like, felt, like, that sick towards a movie? Like, that, like, to the point where, like, your esophagus is gonna, like, explode. Uh, not really. I've never, like, come close to vomiting. Um, there was a movie I watched recently called Speak No Evil on Shudder. Have you guys seen that? Yes. I trashed that movie. Oh, you didn't (laughs) like it? No, I didn't like trash it. And I, I don't hate it. It's not a bad movie, mm-hmm. but it's 
like you would agree it's frustrating as fuck yeah, like yeah watching them go through the like the the motions and making these mistakes you're like dude like nobody in their right mind would do what this family did and they fucking just are dumb and it pissed me off by the end i was just so not invested in the characters anymore that i was like i don't fucking care what happens to these people and that probably sounds really fucked up but i just i don't know it was good Talk about mean yeah i mean <laughs> yeah i i get i don't know um, i just I get the it was frustrating. Yeah, I totally get the frustration, but um yeah, there were moments in that movie I was I was just like so uncomfortable and like just moving in my seat. I was like just end this already. This is like you kind of feel like That end scene though was gnarly. I yeah. will say that. I was like it just happened and I was like what the fuck? Like yeah. is this for real right now? They went there. Which I mean, yeah, they went oh they did. You haven't seen it. Casey, have you? No, I haven't. You haven't seen it, Doug? Uh, no, I haven't seen it. I was supposed oh. to watch it like a month ago and Phil told me to. And I never <laughs> yeah, so we won't spoil yeah. it, but it's worth a watch, I think. It is, yeah. Um, I would agree. Yeah, and props to Shudder, but... man. They're like really churning out really good original stuff. I mean, I love Shudder. Sponsor of Shudder. Please. That would be amazing. <laughs> they do it. The good thing with like those horror movies that they release, they're such on a low budget that they probably like invest that money and then they make it back like really mm -hmm. quickly. That's why Blumhouse, that's what Blumhouse does. They make those like random heart, like smile was probably such was made on such a small budget and it stayed in theaters for like three months and it just kept like growing and growing. And like, you have to keep making those movies. Like See, horror will never go away. That's a movie I haven't seen that I wanted to. I I think when I saw the marketing, I was like, oh, this is like going to be such a cheesy like yeah. 2010 movie. And yeah. then I just kept hearing like things that are like, this is just kind of like a fun movie. Like it doesn't take itself too seriously. But it's just like a fun, like scary horror movie. And so I want to watch that. Um, but speaking of Shudder, what is it? It's a, is it Death Cam? Death Stream, I think it is. Death, loved oh, that Death movie. Stream. Death Stream. Yeah. yeah. I loved that movie. Yeah, that was fun. I wish I'd I watched it watch on Halloween. That. Yeah, I watched it I have, before and it's it. so good. Yeah. I'm so bad with the Shudder originals. And like, even like new horror movies, like if it's not in theaters, then I, I have, for some reason, there's like a mental block of me like sitting down and actually watching something like new. Like Barbarian I saw in theaters, Terrifier 2, Smile I actually watched uh last week because it came on uh peacock or paramount or something like that and i was at a friend's house but like i don't know for some reason the shutter originals i haven't i haven't seen that many of i need to dig into those too because i'm the same way like i i'll go see whatever new horror movies in theaters like i've seen all the new ones i've seen we caught pearl together casey and i mm -hmm. which was amazing i love pearl um liked but it better yeah. than X, actually you liked it better than x just slightly just yeah, slightly. you know, honestly, at first, I think when I, when I initially walked out of the theater, I told Casey, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, I don't know if I liked it as much as X, but honestly, the more that I thought about it and like really just let it, you know, simmer on my brain, yeah. I was like, I like this more than X too, I think. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm excited for the next movie. I'm so X, excited X for Maxine. X is great. Mm -hmm. Oh, Maxine, I, I'm so curious with what they're going to do because mm -hmm. like, it's cool that like each installment that Ty West is making is like completely different like right paint my numbers slasher x and then this one was like more psychological horror which is kind of i guess more our speed since 
if you liked the little more it's a little more psychological than x and x was fucking i mean x was so fun yeah it was well and with these it seems like they're sticking to the style of like the time period so like you know it takes it takes place in the 70s right x does so yeah. you have more of like that, a little bit more of a grindhouse. I'm wondering if we're going to yeah. get like that kind of silly, like chopping mall kind of feeling for Maxine. Yeah, that's a good point. It's set in the 80s and literally they said like it's going to be more like um, like the video nasty era of like the 80s. So it'll be like, yeah, chopping mall, maybe like a, some like maniac vibes or something like that. Like just like really like like a splatter fest, but also bright and fun and colorful. Yeah, Taiwan. I hope so. Phenomenal. I'm so excited. Yeah, lots of. I think it's gonna be good. I'm putting all my faith in Ty West right now yeah. because he's kind oh. of like one of the people carrying the fucking horror genre right now. And to think he made like House of the Devil in like 2015, and he was just some unknown director just right. turning out these small movies, and then X happened, and everyone is everyone knows his name now. He did VHS he did a segment. Too, right? Yeah, he did a segment I think on VHS. And he if also, not like the entire thing. There was like another movie that. he did too. Was it The Sacrament that he did? Yes, The Sacrament. Yeah. Oh, and The Innkeepers, I think. And The Innkeepers, <laughs> yes. I'm pretty sure yep. you're right about that. The Innkeepers is great. That's like one of the mm-hmm. better ghost haunting movies, I think. I agree. That's the only one of his I haven't watched. Yeah, it's good. And I need, I need to watch it because ghosts, I love paranormal ghost stories. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Yeah, James Wan man over there. Okay, wait. Let's backtrack to James Wan and Blumhouse. Oh, yeah. Are they like merging? Oh, yeah. I read right. something about that, right? They're like merging to Is it James Wan and Blumhouse? Yeah, you're right. There was a what? big article about it that the they were like fuck? combining forces. Which oh god, I don't even know how I feel about that because James Wan the last few mu- flat bleh, I can't even talk. The last few movies, he lost me. Like I'm not interested in his work anymore. And it's not that it's bad. I just like I'm not I don't know. Those movies don't stick for me. Like I don't want to rewatch them and I don't like I don't know. I'm not into it. And Blumhouse in general is just I don't know. I feel like they've been putting out dog shit lately. Blumhouse throws yeah. me the wrong way cons- like constantly. Yeah, get ready for the most generic movie in the world to come out. James Wan, Blumhouse. A, a family <laughs> moves into a home and scary things happen. Get your popcorn. Oh, and I love the Insidious franchise up until the third. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they because they lost it. They lost their way. They stopped dealing with the, you know, Patrick Wilson and Rose Byrne. Well, and it felt like it was... The continuation of like the story from the original Insidious, it felt like it was really strong. It didn't feel like any of them fell off. And then you're right. When we start getting into other characters, it's like we we built three movies around one singular family. And now that's it go, it's the whole scream effect, in my opinion. It's like you, you revolve around one family and then you're like, you know what? We're not going to pay your bills anymore. So sorry. Right. <laughs> and like also, you just gave me a thought. The problem is that like, Another reason why studios don't really take risks on, like, you know, uh, more interesting scripts. They're trying to find, like, a new franchise. Mm -hmm. They're not just trying to make, like, one good movie. Like, Ty West is the exception. He had a plan, obviously, for, like, these movies and this character. But, like, Insidious, great movie. Mm -hmm. Insidious 2. I don't think you can't have it without Insidious 1. Fuck you, Phil. I see your face. (laughs) I said nothing, sir. (laughs) Hey. Your facial expression said it. (laughs) 
I mean, hey, it's a it's a movie where a family moves into a home and scary things happen. Action. Those are my favorite movies. That is that is every James Wan movie. <laughs> the Conjuring, Insidious, Malignant, kind of. Yeah. Aquaman. It's underwater, but Ugh, that's <laughs> like... the most terrifying movie of all. Oh, I loved The Conjuring. The Conjuring is great. Conjuring. Yes. I don't know what happened. I I followed like the movies that came after that, and they were okay. But I don't know. He came out of the gate like with really good movies, and then I just feel like he lost momentum super fucking quick. The devil was it. The devil inside me. It was. That was him. Yeah. He, I was it. Maybe not. <laughs> I'm like, know. wait. Yeah, we well, no, it was up. like the conjuring. So. The devil made me do it, or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I that. Oh God, I was so excited for that, and I remember it's like, oh, this is like a weekend only event on HBO, and I was like, fuck yeah, let's let's get into it. So stupid and so bad, and he should be ashamed. He needs he's to go not, to jail. He's not. His bank account is lined with them Blumhouse dollar bills. He's sitting pretty on some cash right now. He does not. You know what the problem is with him? He hires horrible people to like assist him. And like when he's like not officially attached to the product, that's when the wheels fall off. Mike Flanagan has that problem too. Haunting of Hill House, beautiful story. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have seen Haunting of Bly Manor, but he was the showrunner and then he hired other writers. And I don't know, to me, it just didn't have the same effect as Haunting of Hill House. And he only wrote and directed like the first episode and the last episode of that show. See, I loved uh, Haunting of Bly Manor. Um, my issue is that he always puts his wife in his fucking movies. Hey, Katie, Katie Siegel's a great Oh, actress. yeah, the, the uh, girl in Malignant who was like the crime scene person and she kept dropping those really awkward one-liners. And it was like, who is this? This is not an actor. And it was like, oh, that's his wife. That's oh. James Wan's wife? Yeah. Oh. Wait, what? Interesting factoid. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah, and Malignant. I didn't know the, that. Bill Doug The girl with the it. glasses. <laughs> and Detective Coco at one point is like, uh, he's like, we just need to find the other half. And she's like, don't we all? It's like, uh, oh yeah, the one who's like trying to get like a like who's like oh. the shy, awkward girl. Like, oh my god, nice zinger, What's James Wan. <laughs> I was like, it's who funny, is funny. this? Like, who let her on set? She is not an actor. Like, she just walks in. They oh. found her at like a mom and pop coffee shop. You look awkward and weird. Get on the set, sweetheart. Let's go. She's like, please, James. I really yeah. want to be in the movie. Like, you guys okay. are never getting James Bond on your podcast after doing that. That's, that's fine by me. <laughs> hey, that, would, that would give us a lot of views, but Phil would just be like, so, when did you start sucking? <laughs> Is there a time period? I don't hate. Just I've explained this. I don't hate James Bond movies, and I just never loved them. They're always just, eh, that was okay. He makes good like said, middle of the road. popcorn horror flicks. That's what he's good at. So It's true. But you need the popcorn horror flick. Yeah, for the every... The Exorcist, I can argue, is a popcorn horror flick. That made such big waves when it came out in the 70s. Yeah, I feel like a lot of those movies back then, though, there was... It seems like everything was a lot more original because everything... Yeah. You know, I don't think horror as a genre had grown as big as it has at this point. Um, 
So I think when you get things like that, because you're right, I do see The Exorcist and The Thing for that matter as kind of like, you know, popcorn horror movies, but they're unbelievably shocking for the time. And there's a lot of care that go into it. Like, I totally totally agree. I think when you base it off like a book or something like that, especially with a, a decent writer, you have so much content to pull from and you see that carry over. Yeah, absolutely. And and the definition of popcorn flick probably evolved too. Yeah. Now popcorn flick is like, do you want to watch another Chucky movie? How about Scream 75? <laughs> like great. I have not watched the Chucky series and honestly, don't care to. It's not for me. I tried. I I don't I was I, about to I, say, I heard it's so good. I haven't tried it either. People people love it. Yes, have you seen it? Um, I have not. I honestly have no desire to watch it, to be honest. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, like horror spinoffs and TV shows and things like I honestly don't care. Like the is it the Friday the 13th like TV spinoff that's coming oh, out? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. A24 produced. Yeah. Which I mean, it sounds interesting, but knowing me, I'm going to be like, yeah, cool. That sounds rad. And then once the time comes, I'm never going to watch it. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm like, Casey and I talk about this a lot. Like I am a creature of habit and I like watching the same shit over and over again. So anything new is like really hard for me to get invested in or even want to like give my time to. So I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll check out the child's play thing, but I don't, I'm not like, I don't know. I love Chucky and I love the child's play franchise up to a point. I think like up to part three, even like Bride of Chucky. It's cool, but like I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't revisit that movie often. Like I don't know, it's not one of my favorites. Same. Bride of Chucky when I was a kid too was like one of my favorite films because it was like one of my, like one of the newer horror films that came out when I was younger. So mm-hmm. I just I feel like I run to that movie all the time. I probably I watched quoted it, a ton. it at one point. Yeah, <laughs> you probably have. It's wild. I watched... how like. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, yeah. no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's all you. <laughs> um, no, I watched it a lot when I was a kid, but there was a lot of movies that I watched as a kid that looking back, I'm like, holy fuck, they're so bad. Like I used to watch <laughs> I Know What You Did Last Summer and I Still Know What You Did Last Summer like on a loop at one point and I watched them like recently and they're not good. I was like, <laughs> this is really fucking bad, especially part two. I watched the I mean, first one recently and that that movie is one where i feel like it's mean where what is this ryan fully felipe whatever his last name is this character <laughs> i was like if i saw this guy in real life like he's a real person oh my god i would just start wailing on him like with no yeah. hesitation i'd be like you know what this is for every woman you've ever even looked towards <laughs> so yeah it's some just relationships, like cheesy yeah very know. very cheesy extreme extremely cheesy and like the relationships in these movies don't hold up a lot of the times like just like the way like people are treated and like the way they're written you're like this is very like not even like typecast this is just like a reflection on the person writing it yeah yeah or it's like ah the 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 you got the average jock guy who won't believe the girlfriend <laughs> and then like the police officer who just like doesn't really care about anything and he's like oh yeah there's no one murdering anybody out there and he just like doesn't help which is like every cop in every movie apparently <laughs> um even when there's not a killer even when it's a creature like jaws oh but that was the mayor never mind take that back the cop was like <laughs> let's not do this and the mayor is like bottom line baby gotta get that up <laughs> <laughs> But again, those those movies hold a special place in 
our hearts probably for nostalgia purposes only as terrible as they are yeah that's like honestly all it is for me like i can watch those movies and kind of enjoy it but i don't know they're kind of silly to me now especially part two with jack black and he's like a stoner guy i'm like dude whose fucking idea was this (laughs) he's so young in that movie i know (laughs) the one with uh brandy she joined oh, the yeah, cast she was for in the it second too. one. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that in theaters. Oh my god. There was like, like what? What's up? That was what, like late nineties that it came out? Ninety eight, I believe. 98? The first one was ninety seven. And I think that was like a pretty quick turnaround. I think it was ninety eight. Ninety nine, I There was least. like a chunk of time where they were just casting like musician, like artist people in movies. Like L Cool J yeah. yes. was in, was it Resurrection? H2O. No, H2O. Buster H2O. Rhymes. Buster Rhymes was in Resurrection. Buster Rhymes, like Tyra Banks. Yeah, Tyra Banks, I yes. I was like, okay, cool. To be fair with Brandy in her defense, she already was kind of successful as an actress. Oh yeah, like, she was she an actress. She had Moesha and, I mean, she was, I, she was like, I think it's one-on-one. She did like a lot of these like TV spots or like, has the full series that revolves around her but yeah we do uh yeah so a lot of that kelly I kelly like roland cool kelly roland kelly roland she tried oh <laughs> we should we could do a whole episode of like like singer songwriters or slash r&b artists because apparently they're either r&b artists or rappers who are in these horror movies <laughs> <laughs> we could do a whole episode about that <laughs> that was like all late 90s right late 90s early 2000s that that was like a trend yeah yeah it just kept it just kept on happening interesting time man i was kind of about it i liked h2o i love resurrection you guys can fight me on that i, I like h2o I don't care. Resurrection is a good one. <laughs> h2o i did i put lower in my ranking than than resurrection <laughs> h2o it's just not even just the bad haircuts. It's just so like I just hate. I don't know why. I, it just doesn't. It rubs me the wrong way. Like just the it's way the, uh, everyone acts. Kevin in that movie, Williamson dialogue. I mean the Philby, right? the dialogue between the high school characters is like trying too hard to be smart and sexy. It's like this is not how high schoolers talk. I mean, I did not yeah. buy the Jamie Lee Curtis like relationship with that older guy. Whatever the fuck his name was. Is it Josh Hartnett? That her Josh Hartnett, not Ryan Philby. Yes. Also, we need to stop trying to make like high schoolers sexy for the love of God. Please (laughs) stop doing that. Yeah. Because they're not. (laughs) They try to be. They go they probably went to Limited Two or whatever in Hollister and tried to get the coolest fashionista (laughs) shell necklaces. I think you may be like the only guy I've ever heard bring up Limited Two. And that sparked like such a memory in my brain. I'm like, oh my god, I remember that. <laughs> I think my si- my sister's first job was at Limited too. When there she you was, go. Like, okay, you have a 18, sister. That's but... why. Yeah, <laughs> I don't just know that from any other weird reason. I'm not judging. Hey, if you want to rock Limited too, go for it. I'm pretty sure the store that I worked at for my first job was Limited too before. So really, yeah, they changed it the name. I think to it was Justice. Oh, that was my first yeah. job. Yeah. Hey guys, I'll be right back. <laughs> just keep talking. Okay. <laughs> was uh, was it in a mall? I think they were all in yeah. malls. Like mm-hmm. Limited twos and justices or whatever. Yeah. Claire, Claire's was another oh, one. My, my sister God. went to a whole bunch. Claire's. I got my. I've had my ears pierced by Claire's like a thousand times. Every time gets infected. Probably because it's not a real. Because piercer. they trust a sixteen-year-old girl yeah. with a freaking earring gun. 
who is doing this? Stop putting exactly. these weapons in the hands of children. It just it has to be like alcohol. Like you have to be like eighteen or twenty-one or eighteen to like serve alcohol. You have to be like that age to pierce human ears. I completely agree. I do not need a young high school girl named Marissa to be like, it's okay, and they give me attitude when I squirm because I'm eight. <laughs> I got my ear pierced at a do- at my doctor's at my pediatrician when I was like thirteen. You can do that. My mom did not trust anyone else, and apparently they did it. Yeah, they do that. That's like a thing. Yeah, kind of fucking sick. Do they just like change their whole vibe when they start piercing you? They're like, come on. They like put on like sleeve tattoos. Seriously, they're just edgy. (laughs) Party city like fake fishnet sleeves or whatever. Oh, it'd be so great. Uh, Doctor Levine did not do any of that in two thousand and three. Wow. I got my ears pierced one time at like a swap meet and I leaned over a counter. A swap there was no, meet? yeah, oh, my God. there was That's like not the no California shit I've ever heard in my life. The one in Pomona, Casey. You know of what I'm course about. it was in fucking Pomona. Yeah. They didn't even have you sit in a chair. They had you. No. Is it the indoor one or the outdoor yeah. one? Oh, it was the indoor one. Did they, did they have you bite down on a pair of like vintage bell bottoms? Like, that would have been screen? appreciated to be yeah, honest. I'm sure it would have been because they probably just was, were like, oh. There was no prep. It was like you paid them five bucks and that included the jewelry and then you just lean over the counter and then she just like pops you with the gun. Where was your mom? Your mom let this happen? Oh no, she had no clue. <laughs> I was about why, to why say, would I tell no, my mom that I was doing that? <laughs> there is no way your mom would have allowed that. I, I guess they don't have, I thought you had to be like supervised by an adult to get a oh, piercing. No, I guess not no, at a no, swap no. meet where not they sell like swap meet. No, Doug. And then in the area that I'm referring to, <laughs> there's no rules there. Nope. Pomona? I don't know where Pomona is compared to LA. Mm, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like an hour and a half away. Yeah, yeah. Part of Everything LA County, in California though. is an hour and a half away. Okay. From LA, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a wonderful point, but yeah, it's south. Mm-hmm. That, yep, totally. Geography in California, <laughs> I'm not with it. There's subways in New York City. We get around by foot or train. <laughs> Yeah. I know, which is such a foreign concept to me. That's like crazy that like people don't really drive and shit over there. Yeah, you can get around without driving. I don't drive one because I have driving anxiety. Two, you don't need to. <laughs> See, I have driving anxiety, but I have no choice. So a lot of yeah, people are just... at like uh they get the wrath of my road rage because I'm like, I cannot handle this fucking stress. And with California, and I'm sure with New York, you get like so many people from out of state so it's like okay we're all driving 90 like let's get with it and they're like 65 in the fast lane it's like dude i know that you think california is really laid back but it's fucking not so let's (laughs) move to the right and then let the rest of us get through there are smashed to vegas like last weekend i did over 100 the whole way there Damn, <laughs> you were you were trying to get there quick for your birthday celebration. It's a, yeah, it's a straight shot, so you just fucking go for legal reasons. This is all hearsay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, when you said. when you told me you were going to Vegas, I'm like, oh, you're taking a plane or something? Hell no! You're like no, fucking driving. <laughs> plane would have been way quicker. It only takes like what 45 minutes to get there by plane. It would have, but flights were expensive so yeah. i was like fuck it we're just gonna haul ass all the way to vegas so being in california do you guys hit up like movie locations and stuff out there because i've always wanted to yep. do like the classic halloween tour in pasadena and do all that 
That's like really the only one that I have done. There's so many locations mm-hmm. that I still haven't hit yet just because driving around LA is kind of a nuisance sometimes. But yeah, and it doesn't Pasadena, take 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Pasadena's easy. Like that city's a little more slow, but LA, like, yeah, it's fucking chaotic. But I still need to go see. I know the Insidious house, I think, is over there. Yeah. in LA somewhere um I think both because there's two houses in that first movie I think they're both out there um the Ghoulies mansion is like high at the top of my list right now yeah. and I think they filmed a couple horror movies there so I still need to check that one out I have been to the Nightmare on Elm Street Nancy's house I've been to that one yeah, that's the same street um, that all the Halloween stuff is on right um it's in I don't I think is it let me double check I it's been I'm a while sure it is. I don't think it's on the same street though where was the Nightmare on Elm Street house? Is that let me look it up? Is that close to LA? Because I didn't realize when I went to California, I was I so I landed in LAX, and then we were like, all right, we're gonna go to the Michael Myers house, and she was like, it's in LA, and I'm like, we're in LA, and she's like, nah, we're not, and I was like, what? You're in LA County. <laughs> I I was like mind blown. I was like, wait. It takes 45 minutes to get... I It didn't, like, compute in my brain. Everywhere, at least. 45 minutes is nice. That's a very, like, easy drive for a Californian, honestly. Just, yeah, it takes... Ugh. Just take the 405 up to the 110. We'll spit you take out to Pasadena. Take it out of okay. here. Okay. You should hope that people talk like that because if someone asks me directions, I'm like, I don't know. You have Google Maps, right? I couldn't tell. My mom, she'll, whenever she comes, I have to give her the directions or like the address every single time. She'll be on a road outside my house. I'm like, I don't know. What does Google Maps say? I could not tell you how to get to my house from a basic street. There's no reason to ask a human anymore. You would think. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like looking this up right now. I found the address, but dude, it just sold for over three million dollars. I think. Damn, Jesus. Oh, nearly three million dollars. Well, Pasadena is so. No, pretty much expensive. three million dollars. That's LA for you, and it's only. Well, I mean, that's like still a decent sized house, three bedrooms and four and a half bath. <laughs> okay, I don't they know. Must be plastic surgeons or something. Uh, well, rent. Out it's a beautiful here. home. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, but when you're looking at stuff like that, rent out here, it's like $2,600 for a one-bedroom apartment. Damn. Yeah, true. Holy shit. People I feel like New York favorite. would be gnarly too, right? Yeah, it depends on where you are. You could get lucky and find some good spots. Like the – I have a one-bedroom apartment. I don't pay $2,600 for it. <laughs> but also, I'm not in the city. Um, I live above an orthodontics office, so it's not like in a house or anything. It's like on a, I'm on Main Street. It's pretty like close to the town. Like the, it's like a poppin' town that I live in. Uh, it's like city-like, but not the city. Uh, I pay like twelve ninety-five. Oh, that's good. That's really good. good. <laughs> that's really bad, good. But, Damn. But other, other people pay like insane amounts of money. Like you either have to have like a really, really good job, come from money, or like be in a loving and caring relationship where your funds are mutual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, Which I i don't have any of that yeah it's kind of the oh. same out here in california <laughs> i'll move in with you dog yeah. <laughs> let's go baby let's get, let's, get, let's, get a, let's get a big giant let's move into the you got three mil let's move into the to the night right now i thought he was talking about moving into your one bedroom i was like are, are you guys gonna get bunk beds or how's this gonna work <laughs> 
This bed fits too, baby. <laughs> I don't, yes, can you see things? What? Can you see things or is just yeah. we can't see you? Yeah, oh, no, I can okay. I can see your bed, Doug. Oh, <laughs> I was I was sure. Doug wanted to show off his You bed. ready to get to Are you ready to cuddle up with him, Phil? Hey, come here, Doug. Snuggle up next to me. <laughs> yeah. I got this log over here. We'll uh we'll snack on some Reese's and watch some movies. <laughs> Malignant on VHS. It has to be out there somewhere. <laughs> Date we'll save on the gas bill. Nice and uh, be nice and warm. <laughs> exactly. Fuck the heat. It's right now. It's like forty degrees out here. I live in the mountains. It's yeah. At night, it gets down to like twenty-five. The so. mountains. Yep. How close do you guys live? Do you guys live close together? Not anymore. We used to live literally like a block away from each other, and then Casey moved. I would like to think, first of all, <laughs> Yaz has basically always followed me wherever I've moved, other than San I Diego. So I thought she was going to follow me to Wrightwood, and then she didn't. So that seems to be a you problem, not a me problem. <laughs> Obviously still salty about it. She's salty I about am. it. <laughs> I am. But I will say, because Casey and I live about like 40 minutes away from each other, yeah. our weather is entirely different. Like we're both considered SoCal, but how, what did you say? It was like 30 or 40 over there? Yeah. When I went to work last week, it was 28 degrees when I got up. Damn. I'm chilling. It is 75 degrees and beautiful. No, two my weeks house. ago. So. 28 degrees sounds like paradise. Give me, <laughs> Give me the winter weather. I'll take like cold, bitter, snow, all that. Oh my gosh, I can't do cold. That sounds terrible. See, I thought that too because I had never been in snow until I was, gosh, like 2019. And then we moved here and the snow wasn't too bad. But then the problem is because it's the elevation, when it snows, it may not snow a ton, but it'll be cold and snowy for like (laughs) six months. That sounds incredible. That's like winter here. Well, Yaz, I think you talked about going to or last year or this year earlier this year you said you wanted to go to vhs fest if you guys do go to vhs fest it is fucking seventh layer of oh, hell it's not hot. that bad so, oh, you should have heard doug i'm at VHS already fest. he was like oh my god it's so fucking <laughs> hot out here i'm like dude it's not that bad come on i couldn't dude i couldn't think for 10 hours straight because the sun was just beaming down on my skull it was so hot how did you make it in california I didn't. Okay, I was about to say there's no freaking way because it is it is hot out here at all times, pretty much. Between the time zone different, like like the time zone change and everything, my brain was all mashed potatoes for like the two weeks <laughs> I was there. I like couldn't think. I forgot shit. We went on trips and I forgot like clothes, toothbrush. I had to like rebuy. It was just a fucking mess amongst other things. But yeah, so not for California. <laughs> At VHS Fest, like out there, is the is it just hot or is it like humid, gross hot? Everything. It was disgusting. It was oh like, yeah. It was if sweating. I if I go, I'm mentally preparing myself to be miserable because I mean I'm spoiled with our weather over here. So yeah, I'm probably gonna cry and bitch and complain, <laughs> but I still want to go because it looks like a lot of fun. You guys made it look so fun yeah, last it year. It is a lot of fun. It was or really this year, fun. technically. And right? I'm in North Carolina, yeah, so I'm used to like hot and extremely humid so when i was up there i was like oh this isn't that bad this is like a good day in north carolina and doug's like <laughs> doug is just melting oh my god Bill was walking around no shoes dirty feet <laughs> no shirt we're playing frisbee and i'm like give me one second i, I need ice <laughs> me and my friend me and holly were just like go, like putting ice 
on us, like ice cubes on us. It was fucking hot. I suggest, this is what I suggest. Phil might be different. I don't know if you guys are campers. No. I wouldn't suggest camp. Okay. There's a nice, there's nice hotels or motels down the block. It's like 10, 15 minutes, not even. In this little cute town called Jim Thorpe. It has a Harry Potter cafe. Uh, it has a cool antique shop that has like um, the Warrens, like a whole bunch of like oddities and stuff like that. There's a cool motel called the Jim Thorpe Inn. I suggest that rather than sleeping on the fucking dirt surrounded by people drinking and yeah. Hey, so you didn't camp. I can't. Doug. I camped all Hell weekend. No. Okay. I embraced the like grossness. <laughs> I was so filthy by the end of the weekend. Just. Yeah, it was bad. I can't. I can't yeah, do it. Over redneck. Yeah, my, <laughs> you, you live off of the I'm land. Telling you, man, like give me a twelve pack of PBR, <laughs> put on some fucking Alan Jackson, I'll, like full white trash will just come out. It's a great time. I'm surprised you weren't like sucking on a piece of like hay, or, like straw, like, a straw hat, and just kept on picking it off. I'll do that next year. Cigarettes. Yeah. Dude, I'll get a fuck. Let's all get cowboy hats. <laughs> Actually, that would be good for some shade because there's no shade on. It's just a giant field. There's not a tree in sight for shade. I think yeah. that's like the worst part. Like if you could get out of the sun for a little bit, it would be okay. But yeah, that sun beating down on you, it's pretty intense. Well, I wanted to go, but now I'm having second thoughts. <laughs> no, you still have to go because it's, it's guaranteed you will score so many good tapes and you get to hang out with us and other people that you talk to probably. And uh, they show true. amazing movies, and it's it's a really good time. It, it's pretty, despite the heat. I know it, they it showed they showed Ghoulies too, right? This past year, they I was did, so yeah. pissed that I had to miss that because Doug, you know, Ghoulies are my jam. It's your it's your thing. It's your children. <laughs> it's my children. Yeah, I don't think they started showing it until like midnight or something. Oh yeah. shit! I was... Wait, does it go like all night? Yeah. Is everybody just rage all night? So, yeah, so they start wow. the movies at sundown, which is, you know, in the summertime, like, after eight or something. So there's movies going when you're sleeping. I remember oh, it was, shit. like, 2 a.m. There was, I forgot what movie was playing, but I was like, I need to go to bed. I am fucking done. Did they do Mausoleum? Yeah, they should. Was that one yeah, of Yeah, they movies? showed that. Um, yeah, it's a great time. It looks fun. Maybe I'll make the trip. We shall see. You can't drive down here, though. Oh, hell no. <laughs> You'll have to start like a month in advance. <laughs> no, not driving. Or that's Amtrak. A... Yeah, that's a possibility. No, I think I'll fly. That sounds <laughs> <laughs> that sounds much better. Um, okay, wait. Sorry, I lost my train of thought like way we were talking about like stuff that grosses us out. Can we jump back into that? Sure. Let's <laughs> let's dive back into the Bay let's of No, because we were talking about it and Phil, like you mentioned, Speak No Evil, like movies that made you squirm. Mm -hmm. And like, now I'm curious. I want to know like what other movies like that you guys have seen that you're like, oh my God, that's too much. Or it like pushed the boundaries too far. I love asking this uh, question to people. <laughs> push the boundaries I mean, too far. For me, it's all about like hmm. being uncomfortable, I guess. Like, I guess Hereditary did that to me when I saw it in theaters. I just wasn't expecting it, and I was extremely uncomfortable. Um, as far as, like, gross-out stuff, I don't really get, like, I don't throw up easy. So maybe mm -hmm. I just, I don't know. I'll, 
I also don't seek out stuff that's like gory and fucked up just for the sake of it. I don't like to be bummed out. I'm more like, I don't know, party vibe, like Return of the Living Dead, Night of the Creeps, you know, that kind of shit. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, if somebody's like, oh, you're going to hate this movie. It'll gross you out and make you feel like shit. I'm like, I'm good. I don't want to see that. <laughs> I do fair. like the fantastical like gore. I think it, I think it has a place in my heart because I like um, just like the gratuitous violence is so fun to watch. And I think from a creative standpoint, it's cool to see like how they do the prosthetics and how they like stage a scene. So I'm thinking of it like that way. And just the like maniac with like the shotgun blast or something like that. Like, it's just fun to watch and see what they could do with like prosthetics and effects and just like what people can come up with in their brains to like, try to like, you know, make something look cool or make something look supremely fucked up. But I do agree with, uh, with you, Phil, that like taking it too far is a little much, but like, like evil dead with just like so much blood. It's just like, Holy shit. This is a, this is a fun time. <laughs> yeah. But if it's, but if like, it's campy, like evil dead, that doesn't really bother me. Um, I don't know. I'd have to like really think about that, but psychological things like mess me yeah. up. Like you said, hereditary. Like hereditary like is hered- trying to stir up some childhood trauma, and I'm like, hey, I didn't sign up for this. What the fuck is this? <laughs> I thought I was coming here to watch a horror movie. What? Why is this? What am I- yeah, if if I want like a movie to affect me, like you put on Almost Famous and the scene where they're on the bus singing Tiny Dancer, I cry every time. So like <laughs> that fucks me up more than like actual gore. <laughs> All right. <laughs> One of the best scenes ever. That scene's so good. Okay, so got it. So you guys are just more like you're not really sensitive to the gory stuff. No, emotional children. Uh, yeah, yeah. for <laughs> me personally, not so much. I mean the the kill and terrifier with the sawed in half scene. The first time I saw that, I was like, "Wow, this is something!" <laughs> like, holy shit. Yeah, nothing. Oh, you know what really made me like fucked up in the the remake of Suspiria, where the girl was getting like. I think it's the first kill, quote unquote, because like she's dancing and then like the girl upstairs is like mirroring her dance moves, but getting all contorted. Yeah, mm-hmm. that shit kind of made me sick. I was like, oh, the bones are crunching and the skin is tearing. It just like, oh, it was just it was a lot for me. Yeah, that was a good I scene. I love that scene, though. That's yeah. a great scene. I looked it up good the other it. day just to watch that scene because <laughs> I'm like, I enjoy it. Like how you were saying, just like how they did it and like. The practical effects like aspect of it is so interesting and cool to me. Like I love knowing how they do things and that scene's just amazing. Like it to me it's more like I don't know, it's like art versus being like yeah. super gross. Very so deep. <laughs> it's a art. No, but uh, that was a good remake. The Suspiria remake was actually pretty enjoyable. I don't know if anyone else has seen it. It was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And good. I love Suspiria. Like I love the original, so you can't, I mean, it's hard to fuck with the original Suspiria because it's just so, like, just the lighting alone mm-hmm. is incredible. Yeah, for sure. And then, like, the mist, like, the, the remake kind of doesn't have as much mystery as the original. And they kind of do a lot of things, like, on the nose, but, like, the whole end is just, like, so different than the, yeah. than the original. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck? It looks like. Like uh, when Gangrel walked out in 1999 and did like a blood bath. <laughs> By God, it's Gangrel. It's the brood. <laughs> I know y'all know exactly what I mean. 
Hell yeah. <laughs> Love the brood. Oh, Fuck shit. Yeah. We could talk about 90s wrestling all day. <laughs> that would be a whole other episode. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe the ankle slicing scene in Pet Cemetery. Every time I see that, I'm like, ooh. Which Doug still has not seen. Yeah. Doug has never seen Pet <laughs> Cemetery. What? Right? That's another one. I was yeah. That's another one that I have. Did you seen. watch the remake? I, yeah, I did. God. You did? Oh, okay. <laughs> I saw it in theaters at nine a.m. Actually, I, I woke up that I morning and were like, "I'm gonna watch Pet Cemetery." I'm like, "I need to be early. at work at one. I'm going early to see it." And uh, yeah, I, I again, I have nothing to base it off of. I did enjoy it. For I don't really know. I have no comparison, but I liked it. I don't. You, so it sucks, I guess. <laughs> I will say the original Zelda scared me to death when i was a kid yeah. like i didn't watch the movie again because i was so scared yeah that's the uh, i saw like screenshots of the original movie is that the girl like in the bed or whatever that like mm-hmm. thing yeah right, maybe me. i should watch that today i thought they did an okay job doing uh zelda in the in the remake i mean the remake is just i don't know just okay i wouldn't say it's like the worst remake i've ever seen that definitely yeah. is held for uh, the newest black christmas for sure uh, but i actually didn't mind the new black christmas i just wish they called it something else that's exactly <laughs> what i said it's because yeah, it's they, not black christmas i did it's it's literally <laughs> one of my many hills that i'm gonna friggin die on okay like <laughs> i agree with you because like they're just like it's funny like for a movie that came out in 1974 they want to take that name but have nothing to do with the premise of the original black christmas they just want to take the name because they think that will drag people in which it doesn't because mainstream audiences probably don't know what black christmas is true fans of horror and black christmas are going to be like that's sacrilege what the fuck it kind of a lose-lose situation especially because they already had a remake of black christmas in the early 2000s which again controversial opinion i loved I watched it before I watched the original one, and I feel like even those are pretty different, but they still stick to the subject matter. I feel like the newest Black Christmas is just like, like you said, could have been, it's completely own, you know, like. It should have been called fucking Inclusion Christmas, because there's like every type of like, (laughs) like, all right, let's respect every gender and everything. Not saying that you shouldn't do that, but like, it was just so forced that it's like, okay, they clearly were going for type 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 I'm, it did I'm feel like a little bit like hey look at us look at us see we got you guys instead of being like you could have this without screaming it you know exactly like, like organically yes it. yeah inclusion christmas that, that's great <laughs> it feels like it's going to be like the most like problematic christmas movie of all time oh that's the sequel <laughs> problematic christmas it's- isn't that like every movie made with every that's like christmas with the cranks it's all white people i feel like it's like a lot of christmas movies to be fair oh hey christmas is coming up that was that's gonna be christmas coming up do you guys have any um you know traditional christmas movies you watch me and dog have one that we share we love just friends with Ryan Reynolds and Anna. Oh, Paris. I like that movie. That'd be so That's fucking funny. Such an under like yes. through and through, line for line. That movie is so funny. I think like my go-to would probably be Christmas Vacation. That's like a staple for me. Yeah. But That's a classic. I, yeah, I mean, I watch a lot of like obviously like the Christmas horror movies too, like Silent Night, Deadly Night. Part yes. four is probably my favorite. But those movies are great. 
Better Watch Out's a really good one too for Christmas time. Yeah, and there's new um, Christmas horror movies coming out too, right? I forget what they're called. All the names sound the same to me. There's um, ah, the guy who did. is that what that is? The guy who did Bliss and that other movie? And oh, I'm so um, bad with titles. Um, same director. Is Chris- it the well? David Harbor is going to be Santa Claus. If that's okay. The one you're no, there's a there's another one. I know that there's that one, and then there's another Christmas horror movie coming out. And then I know um, what's his face. I'm so bad with names. The guy that plays um, Art the Clown is doing that other like spoof, like Grinch. Oh yeah. Movie. Oh yeah. 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 The um, mean one, it's called, I believe. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's coming out this year, though. I think it is. I think As they said it's coming out during was. Christmas time. Is it? Oh, okay. I th- yeah, I read something yesterday that it, it might be coming out, I think, December 9th this year, but like oh, okay. probably very limited. Or hopefully it comes out like on demand, which would be pretty rad because it looks it looks like fun. It looks like a good time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. I feel like I don't do a lot of, like, I don't know. Unless there's movies I'm not thinking of. Well, just, like, Christmas movies in general. I think Christmas Vacation is probably my number one. I like Elf. (laughs) Did you guys see, did you ever see Santa's Sleigh? Oh, with, um, fucking... Yeah, yeah. I never saw that. No. <laughs> I've never seen it. I haven't it. seen it. I've seen clips and oh it Oh my looked... god. Oh, you know what Watch I do love you. is fucking um Santa with muscles. Have you seen that? Yeah. I literally <laughs> sent that to Phil yeah. yesterday of like a t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, that's this, this that's what the movie is called. Santa yes. with it's with Hulk Hogan. Yes, and it's fucking hilarious. It's so absurd. You, you, you need, need yeah. yeah you need to watch you gotta it. Get on it i gotta watch that. jingle all the way is a good one <laughs> oh too. yeah oh yeah that's a good one santa claus no one is saying santa claus really oh, i don't like that movie. classic you don't like the you don't santa like claus no i don't is know is it because tim allen no it's nothing against tim allen i don't know that one just didn't like i don't revisit that one off and i'll watch it if it's on but that's not one of my favorites my most embarrassing one is four christmases i love that movie i, wa- I watch that even when it's not christmas because it's just I don't think I've seen that. Isn't that like Vince a Lifetime Vaughn. movie or something? No, it's Vince Vaughn in no. uh, what's her name? Reese Witherspoon. Oh, okay, I know what that is. Yeah, that's a, that's okay. I, I've seen that like once or twice. <laughs> not bad. It's, it's not good. That is for sure. But it's I, her guiltiest I, pleasure. The guiltiest. What did I say? Vince Vaughn is the total babe. Okay, interesting. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's the that answer. Movie? Every time I say that, people go, "Okay." Okay. <laughs> so you like those? If, that, if that's your style of man, that's cool. You like, it's like those not. tall guys. I'm not married to someone who looks like Vince Vaughn. Tall guy. <laughs> Isn't Vince Vaughn like six five or something? He's like a massive dude. Something like that. Yeah, he's huge. Yeah. My my huh. new obsession is Rachel Snow from Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. That's that's my new fave. Wait, who's she? I haven't seen. She's the movie. one with the glow. Oh, you never saw it? I heard it's good no. though. I want to see it. Good. It's pretty good. I, I I enjoyed it. I didn't expect to. Phil was like, "It's a movie." Yeah. When, after he went out in the I was theater like, well, and saw that it, that was a movie. <laughs> You're like, that was something that was something they put to film. That, that was, was technically a movie that I saw. I will give it that. How is Pete Davidson <laughs> in that movie? Is he funny or is he just Pete Davidson? He's just whatever. Another just, hot girl's boyfriend, I'm sure. Exactly. He's just, yeah, someone who's going to get a new girlfriend in about two minutes. That man, I swear, he has some type of magical power because he just, the caliber of woman is like, really? Kate Beckinsale? I I thought you were going to say magical something else, but 
I've already also been dropping works. a ton of curse words. I'm not going to start, you know, <laughs> making this. Oh, you 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 can curse on here. There's there's no. This is not a child friendly show. <laughs> right, Phil? I don't think it is. No, we definitely talk all kinds of shit up here. But I think my 16 year old niece sometimes listens to the shows. So I try to, I try to watch what I say. But oh. Well, well, I shit. wish we had that warning. <laughs> oh, I no. as, as I talk about someone's talking penis, like no, 20 trust me, this. <laughs> trust me, I I fell at that every episode. Me and Doug talk about all sorts of crazy shit up here, so don't worry. Our moms listen to our show, so we we kind of really, that. yeah, that's adorable. Yeah, that's but awesome I mean, like... I think both of our moms know how unhinged we are, so it's okay. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, it's almost like they raised us or something. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my. They're probably like <laughs> listening to themselves. Well, especially because there's some episodes where I'm like, this is what my mom does. My mom goes, does everyone have to know everything about our family? And I'm like, yes, you did this to my, you did this to me. And now everyone has to know. <laughs> it's, it's good. It's good to get nice and personal. So people know you a little more. Oh, a hundred percent. It's, and, it's better than therapy. <laughs> yeah. This is like therapy. <laughs> Just getting your feelings out and talking about whatever. No, no. Uh, I be- I believe that there shouldn't be any. I guess people are more closed off than others, but I don't have any secrets. I don't think there should be secrets with anything. Yeah, everything's free game. The filter between Yaz and I is non-existent, and I from the day we became friends up until now, there's never. I mean, if we have secrets, I will hold her secret till the day I die. But I'm an open book. I don't care. You get what you get. If you don't like it, it's all good. But I'm not gonna waste your time <laughs> or mine. So. <laughs> Exactly. If someone can't handle the truth, then fuck out of here. Yeah. Doug only has secret family recipes. Like, hey, if I told you how to make this marinara sauce, I'd have to kill you. <laughs> well, I'll, 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 I'll give you Nona's sauce. You want that recipe? I'll give it to you. I'll ask my dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my, my dad also said he's down to come on. Oh, my God. I, I would love to talk to your dad. <laughs> I love when I see your dad on like Instagram on stories. I'm like, yeah. oh, my gosh. So excited. Kind of a scary he's guy. Like, yeah, he's like he looks intimidating, but I feel like he's probably the nicest man. He's very, very goofy. He's like not really <laughs> like he just wants his whole MO is to just like have a good time. He's not trying to be involved in any drama. He just wants to drink, smoke, talk shit, and just just have a good time. That's pretty much it. Love it. <laughs> he did I mean when he when he was um younger. Uh, when I was like growing up, uh, he definitely had a lot more anger issues than he does now, which are non-existent. But he also like, like I don't smoke or drink or anything. And I was like failing in school and he gave me a drug test because he thought I was smoking weed (laughs) and he didn't, he didn't believe me. And I'm like, I'm telling you the truth. I just suck at school. (laughs) And he gave me, and he was smoking so much weed. And yet he gave me a drug test. That's but, why uh, he was like, how can you're not high functioning like me? Exactly. He <laughs> he didn't want his son to be a disappointment, but <laughs> too bad. <laughs> but no, he's, he's fine. I, t- I tell him all the time. I'm like, there's so many people that enjoy your persona on the internet on like my Instagram. And he's like, what? He's like. They like What's me? Instagram? Like, yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah, he doesn't fuck. Every time I film, he has to be in a good mood. For him to be filmed, because if I put the camera in his face, he's like, Doug, stop it. Fuck off. <laughs> well, we'll get him on at some point. 
Um, but hey, we are past about an hour and a half here, so I guess uh, it's about time to wrap it up here. We don't want to. It is lunchtime, baby. Three thirty-nine. <laughs> Got to go make that pasta. But um, <laughs> pasta for lunch. <laughs> Well, Yaz and Casey, heavy. thank you so much for coming on the show. This was a lot of fun. Thank you, thank for, you for having, having us. us. I apologize for our rants, too. Oh, my oh gosh. no. I feel like we just went on tangents. No, we love it. We like to do these kind of <laughs> yeah. loose, laid-back episodes. So this, is, this has been great. Cool. Yeah. And fun <laughs> to talk to you guys in person for talking for, like, a long time on the internet. <laughs> I know. So this is all. This is this is an awesome time. So tell all the people where they can find the show. There's, That's you, Casey. There's anything you want to plug? <laughs> go right ahead. Okay. Uh, well, you can find us on Instagram at theworsthorrorpodcast.com. On Twitter, I think if it's still there, Worst Horror Pod. Um, you can find us on Apple Pods, Google Pods, all the pods, Anchor, all that. And uh, is there anything you wanted to promote? Yes. Um, no, <laughs> not really. <laughs> All right, there there's nothing we want to promote. <laughs> I, I like how your guys' podcast is like very like mysterious. Like you just drop episodes out of nowhere, and I'm like, oh shit, I gotta listen to it. Yeah, I'm not gonna promote anything because we are just the queens of inconsistency. So we're. <laughs> I'm also gonna never gonna say inconsistent again. Oh, I'm gonna say we're mysterious. Thank you, Doug. Yeah, we're I mysterious. appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> better word rather than inconsistent yeah <laughs> because when you do record i mean those are like long episodes so like oh yeah yes you, they you are. give a whole lot of content to the people <laughs> definitely yeah. do because we don't shut up so <laughs> join the fucking party <laughs> you did join the party <laughs> all right well uh yeah thanks for dropping in guys and uh stay in touch and we'll maybe we'll come on the the worst horror podcast sometime absolutely yes, welcome anytime invite yeah i'm just we're inviting ourselves over <laughs> feels like yeah we're gonna be Doug on is, we'll have you guys on definitely Doug definitely. is moving in he will be there next week <laughs> so yeah, clear out of corner <laughs> okay sounds good we'll do we'll get that started right now all Perfect. right well thanks guys and uh we'll talk to you later thanks okay bye 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 guys all right doug that was a good one, man. We did it. We did it. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was fun. That was super. They're they're fucking awesome. Hopefully, we didn't embarrass ourselves too much. Oh no, I'm used to embarrassing myself all the time, so I'm sure I'm sure we did at some point. You're usually good at not really embarrassing yourself. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> you have a lot more cohesive thoughts than I do. Sometimes I feel like if I talk too much, I wrap it up really quick, and I'm like, okay, I'm stuck talking. <laughs> But no, that was super fun. Yeah, that was fun. They're, they're I powered through the tail end of having this sinus infection slash cold. So if I sound a little stuffy, that's why. So I apologize for that. But you you sounded perfect. Yeah. Well, um. Oh shit! I didn't. <laughs> I didn't realize we're still recording. Oh yeah, we're still recording. <laughs> Thanks for not saying anything like too crazy. I'm just like, ah, you know what? I can just take it easy, relax. Just taking your pants off, like, oh my god. <laughs> uh, slip into my skivvies. Yeah. Well, um, thank you for listening, everybody. We really appreciate it. Um, merch is officially on the way. It has been ordered. 
it is being shipped so hoping to have that in hand within the next week or two so we'll have to see um but and phil i shall venmo you my half of the hey product. we'll talk uh we'll talk numbers after this baby <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll talk business we'll cut down to brass hey, tacks. we'll get down to the brass tacks okay <laughs> um all right well doug i love you my friend i love you too sire all right thank you for listening everybody we will catch you on the next one